hello 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 everyone welcome to injected podcast where we are injecting positive vibes into all of our lives i am alexandra i'm diana welcome everyone welcome yeah so how are you this week i'm good um i've got hay fever right now but it's sunny mm-hmm. so i'm not going to complain about having a stuffy nose but if you hear a couple sneezes and a couple <laughs> it's just me i'm just making funny noises but i should be fine um but these weekends i've just been so bloody busy like every single weekend yeah like me literally too. up until the end of june i've got something literally on every same. single day <laughs> same it's a bit much I have, I have managed I've literally booked up the whole of my June like I yeah. have booked up every single weekend in June to do something <laughs> it's literally, a lot like uh, it's a big transition it's a lot, but I love it yeah. I just it is a it's a very big transition but I do love it like yeah I just love that I'm just so busy and that I'm so popular you know <laughs> it is nice though because it does make you think oh wow I actually do have a lot of friends and I'm now struggling to balance mm. my friendship groups so oh. <laughs> I am popular I'm Aww, a popular queen that's cute yeah. hella popular okay mm-hmm. I only have one friendship group but like oh. <laughs> I, I've, I've still managed to put myself up anyway because I'm doing mm. stuff with friends doing stuff with family doing stuff with actually I'm doing stuff with like different friends and then I've been asked yeah. as well someone else has asked me about meeting up again so like I need to see mm. about meeting up with them um yeah yeah how's your week like enjoying oh it was busy so i went to see um jasper's art show like um our guest from last week i went to see his art show actually his no his work is so amazing like i'm like like this is coming from someone who his type of art isn't really like my type of art that Mm. like that i'd personally um like but his work is actually amazing yeah um and he's put in a lot of work and it was just like oh it's just i'm I'm just so proud that you know that he's just got this that he's managed to have this exhibition like Mm. it's a shame obviously with covid because his show was meant to be on for five months but now it's been reduced Mm. to one month which is which is a real shame um but his work is amazing and I just yeah big things gonna be happening for him like I'm mm. sure of it I'm sure but yeah yeah, yeah. well done Jasper I enjoyed it yeah yeah well done you um but yeah like other than that no I'm not even gonna lie I am a bit I'm feeling a bit down oh about what because like basically I was going to book flights, yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> I was so close to booking flights to go to Portugal. And then this fucking UK wants to be like, oh, Portugal's gonna move from the green list to the amber list on Tuesday the 8th of June at 4 a.m. I'm just like, what the fuck? What? Like it's been on the green list for like two weeks Mm. it's been two weeks we can only go to fucking 11 countries you look like you're gonna cry you look so sad i want to cry (laughs) i am so sad and like even now so today 
at work I was looking at um I was looking at the green list again just reviewing and I yeah, thought what's, oh, on, what's there? on there where I could where I could go there Iceland is on there so I went to just mm. check Iceland check some flights then I checked um then I went to check Iceland's mm. uh, regulations like what they like Iceland aren't letting people in so like <laughs> why is it on there like half the countries on the green list are not letting people in but Portugal mm. wants to have us. Like, what? They do. Is the government but you didn't want to have Portugal like, a, few, a few weeks I ago. Didn't, I didn't. I didn't. I was settling. <laughs> I was settling. You know when sometimes you have to settle for your boo? That is what I was yeah. doing in Portugal. But like, Never I was me. settling, but I was making a compromise. I was going to, I was going to go to an island. I was going to go to Madeira. Mm. I was going to go somewhere else in Portugal. I wasn't going to just go to where I always go. And I wasn't just going to go to Lisbon, just do the city. I was going mm. somewhere else. But no. And I am just... <sighs> I do want to cry. Like, this has really been a dampen on my, yeah. on my week. Like, it's just... Yeah. Yeah, but I'm very we, upset. There will be holidays to <laughs> come this year. A hundred percent. It's a, that's too long. Well, you're gonna have to wait. <laughs> no, it's too <laughs> We're long. Still living Basically, in a pandemic. <laughs> look, um, the person that I'm planning to meet, wherever we end up going, was just like something will come up. So they're mm. kind of like, look, we'll wait, we'll see what gets moved to the moved to the green list. And we'll book it the day before and go. So that's mm-hmm. kind of the vibe that they're on. So I'm just like, no, what? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm determined to go away beginning of July. Mm-hmm. I'm keeping, I'm keeping it free. I'm determined to go away. Yeah, because after determined. June June 21st, surely things are changing. Like there's not going to be restrictions on... Um, I guess there's going to be countries that don't want us there, but then there's not going to be social distancing in the same sense as mm. what it is now. Do you know They're what's just it. really kind of hurting me the most? What? Exactly. Like, what's really pissing me off the most is that the Americans are travelling. Yeah, they've been travelling this whole time. <laughs> exactly. The The Americans are travelling. The Americans have both their vaccines and are everywhere and they're saying oh places that will let you come without covid tests as long as you're fully vaccinated and i'm just like i could go to Mm. i I can't remember some of the places i'm just gonna say i I could go to the maldives if i just had both my vaccines and i don't need to pay for pcr tests Mm -hmm. i'd only need to pay for a pcr test to go home (laughs) no no i'm just this is pissing me off now and it's just like these lists just don't make sense and I've why do you want us shackled in this UK just like you you said that we just have to do the COVID tests so let me do the fucking tests and let me get on a flight yeah you know they have talked to us enough this year like and like we were locked down can, can you actually deep it we were locked down from January to well actually from Christmas I was locked down it was until, Christmas. Yeah, Christmas until March. Or April. April. We've actually had such a crazy yes. year. They Christmas just need to let us, let us live. And the death rates then, aren't increasing over here. And the hospital rates aren't increasing. They're decreasing. So, come on. No, knock, knock. Yet. Open up. 
<laughs> it's like I'm sorry, they're not increasing decreasing yet, but it's like it's no, one of those. They're not increasing; they're decreasing. So there's, uh, there's yeah, but then the hospitals are about fine. The, the variant, though, isn't it? But no one's well, people are dying from it. But it's only like six. I know that's a horrible thing to say, but it's like the general. <laughs> it's like the general flu. Like a couple of people are dying from it a day. Like the week that apparently this is what I'm reading. Like the really I'm weak just... old people are dying from it. Because they've had their vaccine, mm, but I'm somehow, you know, tired. We'll be fine. Just got to keep, keep going on. Just, I just, I don't know if I can go on any longer. <laughs> I don't know if I can. Um, I really don't know if I can. I just really feel like I need to be out of this country. I just feel like this is going to sound so stupid, but mm. I just feel like I need to be a way to just get to that next step do you know what I mean yeah yeah I know what you and mean just, I just feel like just nothing it feels like I'm just standing still at the moment even though I'm just trying to do the most but I, it just feels like I'm standing mm. still yeah because I feel like we need I know it's a privilege to be able to go abroad but generally that feeling of going abroad and um it's just a feeling that you can't really explain when you're somewhere that you really like when you get off a plane yeah. that's the feeling you can't explain when you're in an airport you can't really explain it's it but different. It, it's just yeah like and it helps you it it helps it gives you some yeah. sort of optimism and you feel wholesome you feel like Literally. this is what we should be doing we should be you know traveling around we should be enjoying mm. having lunch with friends and it is just so nice and it, it yeah. helps you reflect on things and puts things into perspective but we haven't been able to do that in so long so we're yeah. all struggling a little and bit and you know what like even so, it would be great if I could just go to like, I don't know, the Isle of Man or something. But it's like mm. literally, you know what? <laughs> that might have to be something I consider. But it's like, but I don't know if I'll be able to go like last minute. That's the thing. And like mm. literally, I'll be looking to go by myself. <laughs> and mm. that's it. Because like, I don't have anyone who can just be as flexible as I am and just be like, look, I'm mm. just going these days. And I'm going somewhere, but no, I think I might. I think I might have to look into that, you know, and just go somewhere by myself and just, just yeah, you get could. away somewhere. Just you in could the go UK. anywhere. I might have yeah. to try. There's so many nice places in the UK, even close to London. Like you go to Kent and like Margate and stuff like that. Like the the water is clear. Like the seawater is clear. You can see fish, mm. and it's it's just really chilled. There's a lot of nice little spots. Um, it's just about finding them yeah, and I can't I, just, I can't really be bothered. <laughs> yeah, I might have to. I just oh, I'm just sick of this place. Yeah. <laughs> sorry guys. So I'm so sorry. We're meant to be injecting positive vibes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh well. Just, not every day. I'm sorry. <laughs> Well, happy um, happy Pride Month, everyone! Woo! Like we just wanted to put that out there. We love you guys. We love everyone. Yeah. Well, it involves all of us. Actually, you just kind of um, like you know. I know this is going to sound so silly, but it wasn't until like I watched It's a Sin that I kind mm. of fully realized like the gravity of what Pride means. Mm does that make sense and like yeah yeah it's since the like, first time i saw on tv or on a film um like queer protests and stuff like that like i've never watched yeah. anything like that before like you know when they were mm-hmm. um at, 
in the streets and like, when they went to kind the of in history and stuff. And stuff. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I definitely need to I need to watch more films that feature mm-hmm. or that focus on like different queer experiences. Oh, I was watching a really interesting series. What was it called? It was called Feel Good. That that was coming mm. up on my Netflix. I feel like it's on Netflix now because of Pride Month. But it was... I really enjoyed watching it. But it was interesting in the sense of... Basically, it was... Um, it was... <sighs> not gonna call it they're not a lesbian couple because they're not lesbian they're bisexual i think that popped like, up on mine today i think yeah it popped up. it's called feel good it was just it was very it was just interesting to watch like and it was just nice to watch and like yeah. their relationship was kind of toxic at times but then you know it's like got mm-hmm. the reasons behind it and stuff but like the relationship's quite cute together and it was just nice watching something different do you know what I mean? Mm. And just like all the time, like I just get bored watching heteronormative couples all the time on TV. Oh, boy meets girl. Oh, mm-hmm. We love them. Oh, they break up. Boo hoo. Like I just, <laughs> you know, I just get yeah. bored watching it. But it was just interesting watching this and just kind of like, and even like just kind of seeing how, you know, like I, I, from what I've heard, um, like, well, mainly kind of when I listen, listening to tutus and stuff, it just sounds mm. like um, kind of uh, like lesbian relationships sometimes escalate very quickly. And like, mm. but you can kind of understand that because the way girls kind of love and their emotions, yeah. like, you know, I can I can understand why it would mm-hmm. just move very quick do you know yeah. what I mean and it was just mm. interesting just watching that on screen do you know what yeah. I mean and yeah. like I want to watch their relationship. I just like I like to watch in their relationship though I won't give too mm. too much away but I like to watch in their relationship though there are aspects of both of them that I feel like both were kind of like in the wrong about things um, mm. at the same time so like that and I feel like that's why I liked their relationship yeah <laughs> you know yeah. Um, it wasn't just like kind of one person taking advantage of the other like all the time so mm. yeah feel good I recommend that that was an interest yeah. that was a fun watch I liked watching it and it's just nice to just see something different and just to see yeah. like why are all our stories cishet stories you know yeah yeah and they're always a certain way as well follow the same formula and follow very like yeah. stereotypical stories that like the kind of plots that were created in the 90s they're still carrying on now and even now the kind of genre yeah. of like romance films is dying out because there's just not hardly mm-hmm. any good ones like when was the last time yeah. i know cinemas haven't been open but when was the last time something decent a, a chick flick or a um, romance movie came out in the cinema that everyone was like oh my god this is such a good movie that like no hasn't been in so long i think yeah i think the last one and i don't even think a lot of people went to the cinema for it mm. anyway because i didn't watch it until ages but crazy rich asians that yeah. is like i'm sorry i love that film and i will watch it <laughs> over and over i feel like that is the only recent kind of film that's Mm. like a romantic comedy which works and Mm. it's actually like I like the couple I like seeing them together and then it had the cattiness it had the rivalry and then it had the makeover it had everything in it like literally Mm. Crazy Rich Asians perfect can't wait for the sequel I will watch it because I'm sorry I just love seeing it and know what else I liked about it that it wasn't white people 
Like literally, that was another thing that I liked about it. I loved it because I went, "Why?" You know, yeah. it's just a different dynamic. Just seeing how, like, you know, just the whole thing of, you know, rich Asians. Like, I love it. Yes, let mm-hmm. I want to see rich, rich Asian people. Like, not just rich white people. Rich white people are kind of boring. <laughs> yeah, we've seen it all. But, we've seen it all. Yeah. <laughs> And just I haven't that. watched that though. I need to watch that. Crazy Rich like, Asians. Yeah, I haven't seen it. It's on. It's on Netflix. It literally. Okay. Favorite. It's like no. That was most recent rom com. Mm. Um, that's come out. Yeah, literally love it. <laughs> and yeah. I don't like. I don't like rom coms. I won't watch them because mm. they do my head in, and they're very far fetched. <laughs> that one. Nah, that one, that one works. It works. <laughs> like I love it. The thing is, there is definitely there's an appetite for new rom coms because when it comes to like diversity, there hasn't been enough like queer characters in these types of movies. There hasn't been enough mm-hmm. disabled characters or characters that aren't slim. Do you know what I mean? Like we we, yeah. we need more of it, but it's just like where are the directors? Where where are you putting out these movies? Because no one's finding them. And like I remember there was mm-hmm. Malcolm and Marie. And there was um, that other one to all the boys, but it's like Netflix are the only ones doing anything. Yeah, <laughs> where, where are the normal the normal movies that are just you know? Well, that's the thing in though. The cinema. Like, I feel like cinema is starting to die out because that's why. Yeah, that's scary. While a lot of releases coming out on Netflix. How was yeah. Sandra Bullock starring in Bird Box, and that yep. premiered on Netflix? Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock a big big Sandra Bullock yeah I didn't watch Bird Box though because I thought the whole premise of it was stupid so I refused to watch it <laughs> I didn't finish it I, I watched like the beginning and then yeah I fell asleep <laughs> a whole Oops. Sandra Bullock though a yeah. whole Sandra Bullock come on now do you know what I mean like yeah. Netflix, Netflix is a place now literally Netflix has taken over it's even with the fact how like you know Disney Disney Plus they they mm. even, they released their the things that they release that they release on the big screen, yeah, they yeah. release to. Um, sorry, I just got a message coming through. <laughs> sorry, I was just reading it. <laughs> really sorry, guys. But like the the films that they would release on big screen, they've been releasing on Disney Plus where people can yeah. rent it though, and like they'll have it rented, renting out for like for a month or so mm. and then you can watch it for free afterwards you know like well with yeah. your Disney Plus subscription and I just really think this is where well, this is where it's going I I have a feeling that cinemas might start dying out but I feel like it might go become kind of like an exclusive thing to go to mm. the cinema kind of like we're going to the theatre how how watching you know live performances kind of is i feel like that cinema is gonna kind of change into that and there's going to be less yeah. and less people going to the cinema now because it's so it's so expensive like it's I, so expensive I, for what it is and now we can yeah now we can watch the disney films with our disney plus subscription like and yeah. get the popcorn from tesco <laughs> you don't need to be buying their their 10 pound popcorn do you know what i mean i used to sneak stuff in though like you could hide like i hid a nando's in my bag yeah. and just got it out when i arrived you yeah. know i don't i don't even think people you have to sneak it in you can just yeah, bring they're not it gonna in. search you are they they're not gonna no. like like, they never they never have done like it, remember and that's the thing that's going to be another experience that people won't remember like sneaking in food yeah. in the pop like you know and like when i was little like 
when we were little we actually had to hide the snacks because they yeah. used to want you yeah. to buy their snacks and you had to yeah. have a big bag but have a jumper over the bag so they because yeah. they used to actually look in the bags they but did like, I've, I've never had that like I used to be able to get my Maltesers and the sweets mm. from, from the shop before and just get the popcorn I'll just always yeah. get the cinema popcorn um, yeah. uh, like I do this thing like do you guys throw all your chocolates and stuff in your popcorn no see what? I do that and basically it's from my auntie like I used to hate it but now I love throwing Maltesers in my popcorn but like, what, what, what flavour popcorn not salty like sweet sweet okay that's it sweet yeah but still like, I always get random. sweet popcorn I get no, sweet like, and literally salty my, basically because my auntie would buy snacks so she'll mm. buy the snacks from Lidl or whatever beforehand or we'll buy the snacks beforehand from Asda mm. she, my auntie used to work in Asda and then um, yeah so we all have the snacks and then she would be like oh do you want Lidl popcorn or the cinema popcorn and I'd be like mm. no nah, I'll get I'll get my own cinema popcorn and then like yeah. for the other kids you know who weren't buying popcorn there she'd buy that she'd give, bring the Lidl popcorn <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> that's still cute. <laughs> no, buy the little popcorn, and then like literally, we'll get in the cinema. Yeah, all sit down. Then she's passing out all the sweets and stuff. And then so you open your popcorn. Then she passes down, and then yeah, and then she will like chuck the sweets. So <laughs> she'll just chuck the sweets and dash the sweets at you into your popcorn. And I'll just be like. I didn't want it in my popcorn, <laughs> but okay. And like, so now after after that, like, yeah, That's I just like having Maltesers. I, like, I just <laughs> like having Maltesers in my popcorn now, especially the Tesco sweet and salt, salted popcorn. Like, I do at home all the time. I buy, <sighs> you know what, guys, guys, I am not going to lie, but I have a bit of an obsession with Tesco sweet and salted popcorn. <laughs> they should sponsor me because every week I will buy three bags so I have oh my God. for the whole weekend <laughs> so I need basically I'll have one bag on Friday one bag on Saturday and one bag on Sunday <laughs> what is this the family size bags <laughs> yeah it's the big bag <laughs> the, you know the bag full of popcorn oh. <laughs> yeah and I'll, I'll eat like and I'll eat the whole bag of popcorn in one sitting that's um, so funny and I'll sometimes like when I remember I'll buy some minstrels and Maltesers and when I and but the minstrels and Maltesers will can stretch for three days mm, yeah <laughs> and then and then like I pour the popcorn in in I've got a bamboo bowl that my mum bought for me and I pour <laughs> the popcorn in my bamboo bowl and I put my Maltesers on top and I'll go and watch an anime film or you know watch anime in general or watch mm. I don't really watch many Netflix films but Mm. Well, I'll watch something and I'll just <laughs> eat my popcorn and I have my Maltesers in it. Um, yeah, Tesco, you should sponsor me. Send me some, send me a, a year's worth of sweet and salted popcorn, please. That's Thank so you. Cute. Like, you know, I didn't know Tesco's I, popcorn was that good. Like, I normally get so good. No, 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 it's so good. Like, just try the Tesco sweet and salted. Yeah. It is so good. Because I'm sorry, like, like I'm a big advocate for Aldi, yeah, guys. Mm. The Aldi popcorn is shit it's shit is it? like literally yeah and I kept telling and I kept saying to my mum at home I was like the Aldi popcorn isn't nice and then my sister was like no 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 it's fine and then and I was like no the Aldi popcorn is not nice it's always burnt and then <laughs> and the next time round I'm at home oh this isn't nice it's burnt it's burnt I was like that's what I was telling you guys I was saying I like it from Tesco 
and Tesco <laughs> only. I don't want to try Sainsbury's. I don't want no butter kissed. I want the Tesco <laughs> one. <laughs> oh my god! Sorry, I'm a sound hella mad. But yeah, maybe they can anyway. be our first sponsor then. Uh, Tesco, <laughs> how sad! Tes- nah, they wouldn't. How they wouldn't sad. sponsor us. Tesco wouldn't sponsor us. These times they're stealing. Um, they're stealing flesh coloured um, black people flesh coloured plasters. Nah, they're not oh. gonna sponsor us. <laughs> and they're selling horse meat. Do you remember that? <laughs> oh no, that was that was Aldi. Are you sure? Because I thought that was Tesco. <laughs> I think it was most of the supermarkets because then all the oh. supermarkets had to check for horse meat. And they all said, yep. Oops. Yeah, it was all horse meat. It's like, and I was just like, well, whatever. <laughs> oh, horse beef. I don't really see what the difference is, but you guys... Yeah, in it. No, the thing is, like, if we're all... If we're, like, what's the difference of eating beef and eating horse? Because at the end of the day, yeah. we're still eating an animal. And, like, I you agree. guys just think... You guys just think that it's sad that we're eating horses because you look at horses as being domesticated. Mm. Yeah. I, Do you know what I mean? I agree 100%. Like, people have pet horses, so they think, oh, no, little ponies are yeah. being But it's like... You know, you could ride a cow if you really wanted to. You could sit on a cow exactly. and ride a cow. But that would be hella scary. But riding horses are scary too. Yeah. Even though, like, I used to go horse riding, and I and I like I I miss horse riding. But like, that's scary. Mm. Just that's just as scary as cows. But at least the horse has a saddle and reins. You know what I mean? But the but cow, the horse has horns. Uh, I the ain't cow trying to has put horns. that on a cow. <laughs> They've got little oh, horns that you can hold on to. Oh, not not the, the female cows ones. Not, have them. not the cows. Are you sure? No, because they're female. Bulls have them. Oh. I but literally have never noticed. I don't see cows <laughs> up close very often. <laughs> you haven't seen cows up close? Oh my God. See, this is why I'm a bit scared of cows because I've seen cows up close. And like, mm. literally, there was a time when I was walking with my Was I walking with my mum or was this with school? Probably both. There's times when I've been mm. walking in the field. And then there was cows. And then all of a sudden I turned around and then there was loads of cows very close. <laughs> I was scared. And I was like, guys, 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 we're in the wrong field. We are in the wrong mm. field. Let's get out of this field because I do not want these cows kicking me. Like, <laughs> kicking. I was scared. Yeah, because I'm sorry, the cows, they're big animals and they're heavy. Yeah. If they kick you, if they get all riled up and they kick... Like, I'll be dead. I'm sorry. No, I'll be dead. <laughs> you don't realise how big they are, do you? Until you they see them like close up. And it's the and same with like, horses. Oh my God. Like, I yeah. do not want to get kicked by a horse. There's been times when I've been no. horse riding and a horse has kicked one of the, like, basically it was like, okay, we were, I was riding ponies, but like the pony, yeah. one of the ponies kicked a pony that I was on. And <gasps> it is terrifying. Like the way they kick no oh. you will die like I do not want to get kicked by no horse no big animal like a cow like it's scary and like, yeah, you, like some, and sometimes I see people like in some of the fields when we would be walking like at home and you see people getting up close to the horse and patting the horse I'm like are you fucking joking that is a horse <laughs> And there's no reins on this horse. So right now that horse is wild. Like yeah, we do not yeah. want to be close to the horse. Like, That's scary when they're wild. Like I literally. remember one time I was at um, this like, I don't know if it's a farm, but it's a farm. But then the animals are also kind of free to roam like loads and loads of fields. And you can walk through the field. So I was mm-hmm. walking through a field with one of my friends. Like a nature reserve. Saw, 
Yeah, yeah, kind of like that. Similar to you, I saw one cow and I was like, oh, like, how cute. And then loads of them, probably about 30 of them, just all of yeah. a sudden came over. I was like, okay, right, I'm going to carry on walking. And then we carried on walking. We got far away from them. And then I turned around and one of them was running towards us. I yes. was like, oh my God, like, I Terrifying. actually feared for my life. I was like, this is like what if it was like for a lion to chase someone? It must yeah. be because I don't know what to do. So I was like, you know, the fight or flight thing, they say you should stand still. You shouldn't, even though yeah. cows are herbivores, like I shouldn't be worried. But they, they, everyone no, no, says no, you should but stand cows still. Cows can trample you because yeah, buffalo, exactly. buffalo as well are herbivores. Yeah. But the thing is, like buffalo in the safaris is what is like seen as one of the most dangerous animals. True, that is so true. Because they stampede, that, and if that. they trample on you, you are dead. This is what I'm yeah. trying to tell yeah. you. And cows are not. You need to sprint. Yeah, cows are not that far from buffalo. Yeah, literally. But literally, like, yeah. I was, I was doing like Indiana Jones. I was jumped over a ditch <laughs> with one of my friends. We're like, we, no. we need to get away, and they can't jump. I don't. Well, maybe they can jump, but we got over a ditch and we just stood there. This is the thing. And waited for we it don't to know walk enough away. about cows. <laughs> we don't know enough about them. <laughs> yeah, and we're not trained. <laughs> we're not trained. Literally, nah. See, this. <laughs> How did we get on here? <laughs> I don't know. What are we talking about? Pride Month. Anyway. <laughs> we are so sorry, guys. That was awful. Happy Pride. Yeah, we happy Pride. <laughs> oh, gosh. That is fucking hilarious. But, um, no, no, yeah. Um, yeah, to, to get away from cows and horses and put in... Oh, we got in here because I was talking about Maltesers and popcorn. Yeah, that's not yeah. how we got to, <laughs> to the cows. Literally, who do I? Anyway, um, oh, so so wait, okay. Has Megan and Harry had their baby? Then they've they've give she's given birth. Yeah, well, she she has, but I I didn't realize that this little baby Lilibet was was theirs because they said there's a little mixed race baby in the royal family a new one and I was like whose is this then I was like another mixed race baby <laughs> and then I found out it was Megan and Harry I was like oh it actually does make sense but oh um, so okay yeah it's theirs so I didn't get this because all I saw was I just saw a um I I just saw um, Dr. Shola, she put on her Instagram some tweets that she had. I'm not really on Twitter that much anymore, um, mm. just because it's too it's too negative, man. But um, mm. yeah, so Dr. Shola put her tweets up about. Um, I'm trying to find it. About oh, I can't see it. Lilibet. Oh, I didn't get a chance to watch your videos. That's why I can't see it because. I didn't get a chance to watch it. Oh, okay, I can't yeah. Remember. So like, Doctor Charlotte was just talking about how Archie was compared as a compared to a chimpanzee, and then Lilibet is is um, basically. Then it says Lilibet at birth is used to poke fun at the racial killing of George Floyd, and I was and I was just confused. I was like, hold on, um, mm-hmm. I don't understand this tweet. Then I saw the next one, and I still didn't understand because this makes no sense so julie burchill um who is a journalist said oh Mm. what a missed opportunity they could have called it georgina floydina um i i this this tweet makes no sense at all like i don't it's a joke 
but the joke makes no sense either where is mm. the punchline what 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 do you mean a missed opportunity i don't understand it like it makes no sense there's no correlation like why mm. georgina floydina why yeah what what were you trying to do what is the missed <laughs> opportunity like this joke makes no sense at all and it is poking fun at george floyd's um mm. murder by the police it's not even poking fun it's violent like it's disgusting it like what, what is wrong with people but i don't understand what does george floyd have to do with a royal baby because the baby's Nothing. black and george is black <laughs> but this makes no sense the baby has like a quarter black that you that the babe that probably won't be seen mm. you know like archie yeah. you don't see anything and missed opportunity they should have called it georgina florida and i was literally like it like literally when mm. i understood what this tweet was about and yeah. for the word it what does it what do you mean it like this is a Disgusting. baby what do you mean it because even and even me as a vegan i don't call animals it i i like to try and give them at least a them or they pronoun just so it kind of establishes in my mind like this isn't an object like that they're, they're yeah. beings but doing that to yeah. a human baby is even for me that just is even worse calling it the baby it. it's it's vile it's disgusting that's gross like anyway um because diana you sent me because i was just confused mm. about this and and <laughs> no i'm just reading our messages because i literally put her like and then you told me that a journalist made a shit joke i was like wait that yeah. was a joke <laughs> like i don't know where the joke was um but yeah and then diana you sent me like a story mm. no she she put more tweets oh yeah i was just looking at her tweets during my lunch break because i'm just a fucking loser i've got nothing fucking better to do but um <laughs> i was looking at her tweets and um she's responding to literally everything that everyone's saying like all the hate all the love because people are supporting her and talking about she how wants to go viral po- that's political why. correctness gone wild political correctness oh all of you fucking Sorry? snowflakes blah 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 in it like are you okay you know what? but the thing Have is you hit your head if if this was the name of a white person who has been brutally murdered, mm. that wouldn't Madeline be saying McCann. this. Let's call there our babies Maddie McCann. There you go. Like, no, exactly. This is the thing. If if replace the name with Madeline McCann, we would not be mm. hearing this. Or we Sarah would not Everard, be hearing this. a more recent one. Imagine them exactly. saying that about, about Kate and William's latest baby. Oh, missed opportunity. They mm-hmm. could have called, called the baby Sarah. Sarah Everard. That is just vile and unthinkable. <laughs> exactly. Unthinkable. Exactly. So why is this a joke? Why is this funny? Why is George Floyd's name even being brought into this? And why is it a punchline? And... Like and it doesn't even make any fucking sense because what does George Floyd no. have to do with this baby, with this mixed race baby, this this mm. this barely passing for black mixed race baby? Like this is yeah. what I mean. Like yeah. we need to understand. Like like and is we have to and like we do need to like it just doesn't make sense. What is wrong with these journalists? Like what is wrong with yeah. them? Because the one like, that called why, Archie a monkey was a journalist. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And it's just like... And again, then they're like, oh, it's not racist. It's just, you know, just poking fun. But you didn't, post, you didn't post no monkeys when um, 
whatever their names were born. I don't even know their names. They have hella children. <laughs> uh, Kate and Williams pick me. You didn't go posting no, yeah. no monkeys then, did you? And like, but you want to say, no. oh, it's not racist. But why is there always something for you guys to say when it's got Harry and Meghan involved? You guys yeah. love them. Why they can't are obsessed. Leave black people alone. We're doing nothing. Literally. Just living. <laughs> Literally. And like, um, anyway, but like this whole thing with, anyway, she then said in her, what in her, one of her tweets. Oh how, God, she's awful. Uh, how yeah. she, how she said it because she was giving a nod to non-binary people. Yeah. Sorry, I've never heard non-binary people wanting to be referred to as it. Non-binary <laughs> people are still people. Like, I'm yeah. like, and this is something, you know what, Pride Month, this is something that people need to understand. Non-binary mm. people are people. Just because they want to go by different pronouns, they want to use pronouns mm. they, them, does not mean that they are not people. Mm-hmm. And it's actually not hard to try and do to correct the pronouns. It's actually not hard because it is easy to call people they, them. It's easy because you can refer to anyone as they. Mm-hmm. You can literally refer to anyone as they. And I could be talking about anyone and you guys would be none the wiser. So I, it's it's actually not too hard to to do mm. it and to try and just change it in your vocabulary. If you get it wrong, apologize and just make sure that you correct yourself or if they correct you you don't need to be offended by that mm-hmm. just be corrected and be like oh sorry i meant they yeah you yeah. them blah 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 you know just correct it yourself and make sure that you're correcting yourself but you mm-hmm. can't but this woman has just shown that she's also um homophobic in that sense yeah. Uh, and she's just awful like she's just nasty yeah. she said stuff about muslim people as well of course which she she got in trouble for and i think she had to pay a fine it's like i'm sorry but when are these wow people that are actually spewing like hate all over the internet and getting when paid get to fired? do so yeah when are they gonna get fired when are they gonna get locked up when are they gonna <laughs> to get be honest when are they gonna get pulled off twitter actually yeah yeah that'd be nice because like yeah it, it you know it's pride month as well Mm-hmm. It's the time for Twitter to actually start instead of putting up their rainbow banners and shit, start doing stuff. Start yeah. actually punishing people that are saying these nasty things about non-binary people, about yeah. black people. Exactly, it's disgusting, and she just dug herself a bigger hole by trying to bring non- mm. non-binary people into this. Because at the end of the day, this child isn't non-binary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're a child they're a baby we don't we, there's no way of us knowing if this child is non-binary at the end of the day it's how harry and megan want to bring them up and yeah. we have there's yeah. no way of knowing at the, right now this child is is a girl do you know what i mean mm-hmm. you know and it's up to her later in life to decide to make that decision mm-hmm. <laughs> do you know so yeah. you can't be saying using this excuse of oh I I said it because um you know like but this is just shows like cuz obviously as cuz Gina Gina Yeshery um so I watched her video and she said mm. about how 
the use of the word it like black people notice that straight away yeah definitely because of the dehumanization and stuff and i have i do find like kind of when growing up at school and stuff the way like um my white peers would talk about babies they'll say it or when they talk Mm. about children it they'll say it or what is it or it's Mm. this it that you know and it's just kind of like it's not an it it's they're a baby do you know what i mean like it's easy to say it's a baby it is this it is you know it's so easy to use the word it and i feel like white people use it a lot like Mm -hmm. and they use it a lot with and they do use it a lot with babies and young children like kind of Mm. distancing themselves away from babies and young children especially Mm. with men do you know what i mean as in kind of the whole thing of oh they've never looked after a baby and they're kind of removed from it do you Mm. know and which is definitely something that i feel is like kind of feeds into like patriarchy and like the whole misogynistic you know ideals of how people bring up children and look after children and i just feel like As black people, we kind of look and just think, no, that can't run because we have to, we know that we have to love our children and look Mm. after our children and we have to teach our children so many things. Whereas like white privilege kind of allows that disconnect and to be able to just throw Mm. around, throw around words like it when it comes to babies and children. Yeah, yeah. You know. It's just so sad as well, like the way that, black babies are treated like one day day after coming out of the womb like these babies attacked blue blue ivy was literally. attacked all of literally. them all of the yeah. famous black babies have been attacked by fully grown adults on the internet <laughs> within seconds of them coming out of the womb like, like it's mental it's ridiculous <laughs> it is crazy and it's like i don't i don't get it like Mm. what has this what does this baby and even with um kelechi kelechi's yeah. baby yeah. you know same thing Definitely. and it, i like i'm sorry that day kelechi kelechi tore down twitter as and shut it down as she mm-hmm. as she had to because yeah. i'm sorry like you guys don't understand the violence that you are putting towards these children these children mm-hmm. that are babies they literally cannot do anything for themselves you don't you guys do not realize mm-hmm. what the violence that you are putting towards these these children when you are dehumanizing them you know when you want to make your jokes do not be making jokes towards someone's child that is a child who cannot fight for themselves it's so <sighs> vile it's so Gosh. vile and it's vile just- and then they're the ones that shout the same thing about, oh, be kind. Because this woman, she was um, talking about how people are bullying her online. Like the bully grade is out. And it's like, come on, look oh, at your own actions. Up. With your, shut stop up, talking. look at you. Yeah, with your crusty, crusty mouth, crusty hair. Like her hair Go looks like your legs. Clumps. Literally, sure. all of them, all of the, these journalists, I'm just so bored of them. They all look the same and they all yeah. look like they smell the same. Oh, they do. A, they really do. <laughs> Just that old people, like, mothball, like, kind of scent. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Charity shop scent. I, I've, I haven't used soap on my legs for how long? 
like nah just <laughs> crusty feet no, you know I where just... people wear sandals and you can see the crust around yeah. the back <laughs> they all look like that nah too, I've I've seen too many crusty feet and I've seen crusty feet on black people and I, like this morning there's this black guy <laughs> And like the black guy was walking with his white white woman, and they had a like the woman was had a push there, so they've got a yeah. baby. I'm assuming this is what I'm assuming. Mm. So he's not that Ashy, old. Like so, he, he was wearing. <laughs> so you know when you got like crop jeans. Yeah. So he was wearing crop jeans and like loafer shoes. Mm. From from where the jean ended to the shoe, ash. <laughs> And I was just thinking, like, this is look, look, men. I know if you if you are gonna be with a white woman, like, please bring your own cream, like, <laughs> bring your own cream and keep that cream on you, please, please, and to your children, please. just because you don't have, literally, yes, just because you have a white woman who like doesn't cream or whatever does not mean that you do not provide the cream in the household bring the cream in the household please just look after yourself look after yourself please you can't forget especially basics exactly especially if you don't have a black woman shaming you for it like please look just take this shame from me right now okay cream what like you know what at least cream whatever is on show please yeah can you you can at least do that at least do that so you know if you're wearing the ankle grazers the jackups <laughs> with the loafers <laughs> just put the cream on that bit of shin and ankle and just the top bit of your foot just put it on there mm-hmm. like i was you just like forget about ash. these things like i was just thinking are you like literally i was just like you know when like the ash is white so i'm just like is this how you're Ugh. trying to be white right now like this is how you're trying to get the whiteness into your He's skin trying to get those little perks through the dryness yeah. <laughs> oh gosh oh gosh no 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 the ash is not falling nobody baby just please mm. just get the cream on there no i'm shaming you right now like i shouldn't have to see look because like the guy was dressed quite nice it's just quite nice yeah, and he was but... wearing you know like when people have the disposable mask but he was wearing a black disposable mm-hmm. mask he was mm. dressed quite nice but you couldn't put cream on the ashy <laughs> shin on the top of the Ugh. ankle really <laughs> no how can Some you go people, out I don't know how try and present forget. yourself nicely because there were definitely no puddles there for that excuse you know puddles but mm. I stepped in a puddle it splashed my ankles there not was, today <laughs> sir it's, it was a hot day there were no puddles <laughs> baby and those legs were just dry no yeah. <laughs> I need to no what people are just gonna know me for shaming black men and not creaming <laughs> it's, it's a but polite I'm sick reminder of it. I don't want to see it I just yeah, yeah guys please just cream your bodies and don't forget your bums cream your bum as well you know just because it's not on show yeah you know why do you want it itching like that you know when you're like your skin is so dry it itches why yeah. would you want your bum itching like that look we don't want to see you scratching your bum come on just put no. the cream on oi do it oi no <sighs> anyway um okay this is very just onto more traumatic news mm. and sad news um where people are being violent towards children um, mm. Dejon um, Reed 
um, like RIP thoughts and prayers are with your family. Um, yeah, this just this is just heartbreaking and it's disgusting. Mm. Um, it's awful that a child has was chased down by a group of white men. And I'm saying men because there was a 35 year old and a 38 year old there also, as well as a 14 year old Mm. and was chased down and stabbed to death in broad daylight. And this is just disgusting. And I am tired of the fact that, you know, like we have to see Dejan's family Dejan's mother crying in her grief Mm. trying to appeal begging for people to show some kind of compassion and to get any kind of um what's the word and to get justice to beg Mm -hmm. for justice for her child why is it that black mothers have to be seen on tv begging (laughs) begging for this like you know why Mm. why is it that we have to see that black women and black families need to be showing and crying to show that their children were human and that their children were lovely children and not thugs yeah and not criminals yeah it's so sad it's disgusting and I'm tired and it's just no more and like look where the, the, they try to say that the UK is not racist and look this is an attack and like we all the time a lot of the media is very London centric very focused on London and this was in Birmingham this was in Birmingham there are a lot of people of colour in Birmingham there's a lot of black people in Birmingham a lot of Caribbeans in Birmingham there's a lot um there's a lot of Asians in Birmingham big Muslim community in Birmingham like just you mm. know and you guys are trying to say that this UK is not racist but it, like how how many how many people do need, need to be murdered for for us to prove you wrong how many people need to be yeah. murdered and this is just disgusting it's disgusting mm. that it's two so grown sad. men grown men like and this is like grown grown this isn't oh they're just turned into adults they are grown they are close to 40 grown men chasing down chasing down children yeah um, like the he police, is a baby like 14 he is 14 you haven't even done your GCSEs you're still exactly. in school you're picking your options and yeah like how I don't I could just never imagine being an adult and wanting to hurt a random child that much like uh, and then this it, is the thing encouraging other the children to to yeah you know go and perform that violence on another child it's yeah. just oh i and, don't know and the, the police are again keeping an open mind on what the motivations are behind this attack i'm sorry apparently um this is like um i have read i have I've skimmed through a couple of articles, but apparently, like, this is from listening to Kalechi's podcast today. Um, apparently, uh, apparently, Dejan 
had actually re- reported racial um racial attacks previously and has uh, reported hate crimes mm. to the police previously and clearly the police have been ignoring it so like the police aren't here to keep anyone safe they're not here mm. to keep anyone safe like i'm like again like r.i.p but sarah everard that that sh- shows mm. that the police aren't trying to protect anyone do you know what i mean Mm. If 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 white women and if children can be getting killed after they have actually been trying to report things to the police previously and they can still be killed because the police mm. want to be ignorant and ignore. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm sorry. This is just, no. And I, I, I think what it is is that what the, what got me, like, I just, I didn't watch it when you know the um when Dejan his mother was no I didn't I can't watch their things anymore I can't watch it and I didn't watch it but it's just like why is it that we have to watch a mother bawling for her son to for us Mm -hmm. to have any kind of compassion and for us to feel like oh yeah they were human it's It's, not for us white people it is, we've been already without even clicking on the video like you don't yeah. need to watch the whole thing to, to know then, what she's feeling but white people are getting desensitised to it it's always yeah. black people feeling emotion and mm. because I'm sorry we didn't see Sarah Everard's parents all over the news media crying over her and asking for a killer to come out because regardless they're going to pursue it because she's white whereas black people Mm. need to beg for the police to actually go and find these people and arrest them and it's the same with actually there was another case I, I can't remember the name but um there was a woman who was um again like R.I.P. and thoughts and prayers of the families um who she was murdered in Pakistan I think I don't know Mm. if you heard of that and again we heard her brother and her father on the news like this is just from the news on the news crying and just talking about oh she said why like why did she why didn't we hear more from her and apparently she reported the people who 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 attacked her to the authorities beforehand but she didn't say Mm. anything to her family and and you're listening to them on the radio and they're obviously they're in grief they're grief stricken and it's like why do we have to hear this to feel compassion about a british woman being killed in pakistan why do we we need to hear that hear her loved ones breaking down do you know what I mean? Like, of course mm. they love her and of course they're upset and angry, but why do we need to hear that grief and why do they need to show their grief to the world? It's not fair. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's not like, fair. Whereas they should white feel people are allowed to, to do grieve in peace. Yeah. yeah. White people are allowed to <laughs> grieve in peace and in private. Mm. And they wouldn't be forced to be on tabloids making statements and talking about the death of their children but black and brown yeah. people have to be all the time and it's just yeah, awful I just don't like see it like it's, it's kind of hard to find the balance because you want to find the news and the information but then equally you don't want to come across stuff like that so it's it's so hard to like 
yeah just share the information without sharing the the trauma as well how comes with black and brown people we need to um they they like to report um on the grief and trauma of the families but when it's white people they don't they don't have to the families can be kept in private you don't see the families names all plastered all over Mm. the tabloids do you know what i mean Mm. like the mother like um their mother's being grief stricken talking about their children isn't the headline do you know what i mean why is it that with black and brown families that is it has to be the parents grieving over their children is the headline so we can feel some kind of compassion no Mm. yeah it's gross no just i'm not sure why that is you know like why do they do it rest in peace um you shouldn't you shouldn't be you shouldn't be resting in peace you should you should be alive um but yeah did i just go uh it just glitched out a little bit okay um should we just move on yeah but um yeah so anyway yeah so we recently watched a documentary um called nail bomber um Mm -hmm. so this documentary guys like it's it's a very interesting watch Mm -hmm. um and no this is like the first kind of british documentary that i've watched which has actually been good do you know what I mean? Ever. Like, <laughs> like fuck David Attenborough. Yeah, no, as in, as in on Netflix. Uh, I mean on Netflix, you know, like on like a crime documentary on Netflix. All the British ones are boring. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I know but what like, you mean, yeah. What is kind of scary about this is that this was not that long ago. Um, so this was in the 90s, like 93, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So basically... Um, now bomber essentially is about um, like bombings that happened in London so they had the Brixton um, a Brixton bomb went off um, when did it start like was it March May 1st of May I can't remember I the dates I can't remember um, yeah so it was a bomb there was a bomb in Brixton um, Brixton Market there was a bomb in um what was the next one brick lane which targeted the asian community and there was a bomb in soho basically yeah so this was this was a very interesting documentary like it kind of follows so okay sorry uh, sorry i'm just (laughs) still a bit thrown off anyway yeah so basically like it starts off kind of and um there's a guy who has decided that he's put himself forward to kind of spy on like um the right wing and like neo-nazis and stuff and Mm. um which i thought was kind of weird like it, it, you know what mm. I'm not gonna lie but I feel like I got 
a slight like for his motivations i got a slight kind of white saviorism complex from him because Mm. he um he's described as very anti-racist like very kind of anti like anti-homophobic and stuff like he's very much like wants to stand up for minorities rights and stuff but he wanted to play this role and do this kind of undercover spy work and go into like mm. the the far right and kind of spy on them and spy on those political parties at the time and stuff. And um, anyway, so when the first nail bomb went off, like there were a lot of casualties um, in Brixton, which was targeting mainly the black community. A lot of casualties, no, mm. a lot of injuries, but no casualties. No so no one died, but yeah. um, a lot of injuries. But it was apparently the way this bomb. So these bombs were designed and made and the guy, not only just was it just a bomb, the guy put nails inside of the bomb just to cause Mm. maximum damage, um, which obviously is sick. Um, Yeah. But then like, so when this bomb went off, the police at that time, so mind this guy, this was in 93 and um, the police at that time were saying, oh, they're, they're keeping an open mind at whether this is a racially motivated attack. It's interesting that the language of keeping an open mind when it's a racially, mo- if it's a racially motiva- motivated attack mm. is still being used today. Like, yeah, <coughs> yeah. Sorry. Well, it's still the same people in the police force probably. So they're going to still use the exactly. same language. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just find that very interesting. And mm. um but yeah, anyway, like watching the documentary you kinda see that like they this is what I mean, they really did this documentary well, like kind of with portraying like the fear of, you know, people didn't know who was behind the attacks and like everyone being scared of Mm. being scared of the attacks and stuff and um and obviously obviously in um uh in minority communities obviously them Mm -hmm. this they had to kind of go off their own backs and just be like look this might be racially motivated and they had to say look we don't know Mm -hmm. who they're going to go against next so like you know like obviously there was just just that unity between the asian community and the black community trying to be like look just be careful Mm. we don't know who they're going to go after next you know and stuff like that so there was this whole thing and it didn't and it didn't even kind of occur to them that would they would this guy go after the gay community that wasn't Mm. even that was another thing that just wasn't even considered um yeah so because and then there was he did do another bomb in in a bar in soho in a gay bar um in which unfortunately there were casualties um that time from what i believe three casualties um yeah yeah but as well another thing was because so they they had found the guy like obviously the cctv was very bad at that time so it took a while trying to piece together who it was Mm. and find and find the guy and they found him and like there was one so and this guy was trying to claim this is just a very quick summary of the documentary but it's still a good watch guys I, i would recommend watching it um so this guy was trying to claim that he 
that he wasn't in his right mind and that he was mad, <laughs> basically. And um, and then so, and I just thought this this is another interesting thing. This is just what interests me about the Brits, yeah. Like, mm. so another guy <laughs> took it upon himself because he read the story and heard that, oh, a woman and her unborn child died from that yeah. attack. And he took it upon himself because, he, and he said that guy. That guy was definitely from from the West Midlands, because um, the way he was talking mm. is like, if someone hurts a woman and her unborn baby, yeah, like, and he was just like very <laughs> much like, nah, that's where I draw the line, you know. <laughs> Wait, who was he? Was he a member of the public or was he in prison? He was a member of the public. Oh, bless him. I swear, (laughs) like he was a member of the public and it was very much like, again, this whole, oh, he killed a woman and a baby. So like that, that was where I draw the line there because he killed a woman and a baby. So yeah, we need to get this guy. And and so he took it upon himself to start writing letters um, (laughs) as a girl called Pansy. I think the name was Pansy, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> um, and he put pictures in of like you know like a white pinup girl from like the sixties kind mm. of thing with the with the blonde the ultimate hair. Ultimate catfish, like this is yeah. the OG catfish, <laughs> literally. <laughs> so he started writing letters to the guy in jail to try and get him to admit that he's in his right mind. And literally, yeah. in like quick time, he had this guy around his finger and was just he was yeah. just talking and just say and Can't saying all wait this to stuff. See you. Yeah, and stuff like it, it was mad, guys. Look, I'm really not giving it justice the way I'm explaining this, and this is a very quick summary of this of this but um i just found that interesting and he was like yeah i'm gonna be vigilante and i'm gonna get him to confess that he's in his right mind and then he basically got him to say oh yeah i am um um he yeah he basically the doctors yeah yeah he said oh yeah i'm fooling the doctors and i'm fooling the police blah blah they're Mm. all idiots whatever and then quick time there's letters where (laughs) <laughs> those letters were read out in court and apparently he yeah. was dejected he really thought he had a woman to go to outside bless him wow no, not, not bless, bless him, him. <laughs> idiot <laughs> yeah and um catfished literally so like it was crazy it's a very interesting documentary it was very well done like the British documentaries mm. they don't usually do them well but this was yeah. very well done and very well I produced I thought it was really good the way that they found as well people from the scene like yes. they found a range of people as well from different yeah. backgrounds and it didn't seem biased it was like there, there's all these people from different backgrounds that mm-hmm. were unusually mm-hmm. at the scene here and seen there and like people yeah. were celebrating when he got arrested uh, when he got charged mm-hmm. and it was just interesting to see um you know that all of their experiences um yeah and also very sad because like the the guy the woman who died who had a baby um she was pregnant her husband almost died but then the doctor was saying how he found out about it and he had to tell the man like your wife has died and your friend has died so awful he's ruined a lot of lives this guy yeah and he he's affected so many people's lives um Mm -hmm. and i think documentaries like that are important because we need to remember that like racism in this country is still Exists. a thing like we might not have these bombs and it around, wasn't that long ago yeah exactly no, just exactly. like but the thing is we might not have 
um, someone who is using bombs to go and openly like kill Target people. Areas, yeah. However, there are still terrorists who are white people because I'm sorry, like mm. the majority of people who are terrorists have been white. Like let's yeah. let's just like get this correct now. Um, but like this, there are still these racially motivated murders still happening. Do you know what like I mean? That one we and spoke about earlier. Exactly, and it's like this, and this case wasn't that long ago. So why we have been having all this bullshit and race reports saying that the UK is not institutionally racist? I do not know because <laughs> 1993 was not that long ago. It wasn't mm. that long ago. It was literally just the other day. And I'm sorry if there's so many people in these right in these right wing groups, these people also have children and are also bringing their mm. children up with those ide- ideals and those ideolo- ideologies. Yeah, like yeah. they are bringing their children up the same. And I'm sorry, like when we were all so surprised about when was it when it was when it was Black Square Summer last mm. year when we were surprised to see people coming back with their with their anti-protests and whatever and being like mm. and surprised uh, seeing the people who really didn't support and who are shouting all lives matter like why are we so surprised when we hear stories from our parents about how they've been chased down by punks in Doc Martens and being beaten up when we've heard yeah. those stories firsthand from their parents just like how we have our parents and they had children and had us those same people who were running down and kicking people's heads in with Doc Martens on also have had children so why mm-hmm. are we so surprised that there's people our own age who are racist and who are homophobic yeah like yeah, why are 100%. we surprised because also the like the, the, the like white people that we know their proximity to someone who is potentially in one of these groups like you're probably very close if you're white and you're listening to this your aunties and uncles the ones that say racist things and you overlook it or you you don't challenge them as much as you should their friends or their friends of friends have probably they're probably in these types of groups or at least mm-hmm. they go to the pub with people that are bouncing off each other making racist jokes etc yeah. so someone's exactly. got to break the chain and it can't always be black people trying to break the chain like exactly we, we've told you time and time and time again start fucking calling your family members out and you're mm-hmm. not doing it quick enough evidently because mm-hmm. they're still they're going around stabbing black children like they're exactly children are dealing men. with racist abuse every day like there's there's members of nhs staff who aren't giving black women the right treatment because they're black there's yep. prison officers and there's police officers that are you know arresting black people at disproportionate rates so yeah. like I know, and I know all of us individually the who are kicking people out of their doctor's surgeries. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Sorry. Like, I Sorry, feel guys. like in, individually there isn't, I know it, it might not like look like there's much we can do when there's institutions that are like stacked against us, but if white people start, you know, being a bit more proactive and assertive mm. and urgent about this stuff, because it is urgent, people are dying. Yeah. People then are dying. little by little we can make our way as like working class people to where we want to be but it's not it's not happening because your racist aunties uncles cousins children mm-hmm. 
are just doing what they want to do and they're terrorizing our communities <laughs> uh, there was there was a point that i had on that but i don't really want to get on it today like okay well actually because it was from watching the documentary that like I feel like that I kind of this might be a bit controversial but I feel like I kind of Mm. understand the whole thing like so so you know where there's a hierarchy of people who are worse off than you yeah yeah like I feel like I kind of understand like no, it's not making sense. It's not making sense. Was it going to be about why white working class people feel left, left yeah, out? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, and I just about like I feel like I understand why it's kind of like sometimes with the whole why why maybe a lot of a lot of people in this country voted for Brexit in the sense of mm. okay, like I feel like white working class people and white poor people are very much ignored in the UK Mm. and it's like there's like a like there's like this thing pretending that they don't exist and I feel like when people keep hearing about the struggles of minorities and it's just like hold Mm. on all the time we're hearing about black lives all the time we're hearing about we need yeah Yeah. all the time all the time we're hearing about oh like oh we need to be nice to muslims or all the time Mm. we're hearing about you know a homophobic this and and you know like i feel Mm. like there's this thing where it gets to the point and they're just like well no we're not hearing about us like we're not in the best position kind of thing and it's like Mm. I feel like I kind of understand that whole thing of well like it's like this whole thing of being ignored and it's like there's nothing kind of there for them in a sense I don't know if this is making sense yeah Yeah. and so I can understand I feel like I understand in a sense like why you get people who want to argue about all lives and all that rubbish Mm. however it comes from a place of ignorance do you know what i mean um yeah but then it's like at the same time like because yeah i really do believe that working class white working class people in this country are ignored and the only place where you saw them was jeremy kyle like it literally was <laughs> do you know what i mean yeah and yeah. even and even on there that the plat the only platform that we that we saw them on jeremy kyle would go on there and shame people and shout at people mm. and make you look less than do you know what I mean even Jeremy Kyle was you know was notorious for that and it took a long time for them to cancel that show because that guy is a bully do you know what I mean again just trying to put people lower than him put people in their place that weird thing of you know like Mm. it's this weird thing of white people wanting to put people in their place know what you need to be below me kind of thing Mm -hmm. do you know and that that again plays into white privilege but um yeah definitely i think uh, i read this book um owen jones has a book called chavs and it's about the demonization Mm -hmm. of the working class like specifically the white working class people and yeah. it is interesting because they have been ignored for a lot of the time but equally alongside of them being ignored minor like ethnic minorities have been ignored too because we're part of the work yeah. a lot of us are a part of the working class so but when when they see oh like there's been an opportunity here 
to, you know, um, we want more black people in the police force. They're thinking, hang on a sec, you haven't even, you're not even trying to get us working class white people in there. So why are you but trying then to it's get like, more black people in there? But then it's it's funny though, because it's like, while they keep arguing this, they they haven't gone applying for the police force. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like more black you doctors. Know. Well, what, I want to be a fucking doctor. Well, you've got no GCSEs. But, like, but, so. but, but, you didn't, <laughs> yeah, but you didn't want to do your exams, love. So yeah, like... <laughs> <laughs> but the book that book's really good and it's really interesting um, that sounds interesting something that I find kind of interesting too is that the working class obviously the media um, pushes the narratives that it wants to push yeah. and whenever there's something about white working class people are oh um, the government has fouled out white working class boys they're um, coming up with the worst exam results out of all children like they really mm-hmm. do push these narratives about the white working class that make white working class people angry at us rather than at the systems at that are oppressing yeah, and them the systems. Yeah, and, yeah, exactly. and themselves as individuals and because the thing I is we're it's not to like, blame. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because the thing is, while like um as minorities we're taught no what guys, this ain't your country. Fucking you need to be working, you need <laughs> yeah. to get grades. To be anything in this life, you need to have your qualifications. Whereas yeah. white working class, like they're kind of I said class instead of class. Anyway. Class. White working class, um, <laughs> they are kind of seen like they're kind of they're not that that isn't pushed for them because yeah. all it is all they've known growing up is you know like no this might be a stereotype or, like or you know I'm, I might be stereotyping yeah. but like it's this whole thing of of just like you you just grow up you mess about in school oh I'm not gonna amount to nothing so I'm just doing this that that kind of thing yeah. do you know what I mean yeah. and it's but then it's like but then even the media has pushed that on them do you know what I mean yeah exactly they've made them feel sorry for themselves when really the problem is like capitalism and the system and something that and even shaming people with benefits and stuff yeah exactly something that helps capitalism thrive is pitting working class people against each other so if we all got on we could overthrow we could overthrow a lot of things, but because we don't get on yeah. and they've the media has pushed us all against each other, we're just mm-hmm. like having the a food fight parcels, right now. all of that bullshit. Like yeah. we've seen it. You know, yeah. we've seen it in COVID. And like who's the one who was standing up for all kids in the UK to eat? A black man, Marcus Rushford, a footballer. Yeah. Like just mad madness. And it's yeah. like and you know, even and the thing is as well, like the hate that Marcus Rashford has been getting when as well mm-hmm. he's not even he's just a black man he just happens to be black and yeah. but he isn't pushing no race agenda like oh feed the mm. black kids he's saying feed the kids in the UK you know he's yeah. not even set putting race on there he just happens to be a black man and happens to mm-hmm. want to use his platform and his influence as a footballer to be like Boris Johnson feed your fucking kids in your own fucking country do you know what I mean yeah and, and Boris then, is like oh that sounds like a good idea actually well yeah, food parcels surely- <laughs> no no Bor- Boris first said oh I don't want to do that <laughs> that's what he said <laughs> and none of the MPs do either <laughs> yeah he said oh no thank you all the MPs were like yeah 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 we don't want to listen to a black footballer and then when mm. everyone was like and then when all the working class started speaking up being like 
we can't get by on these food yeah. vouchers, on these stupid food vouchers you're giving us. And and then mm. you guys want to give them food packages for then them to stand up and be like, hold on. That was vile. Like, just, just because <laughs> just because we are just because we we're not making as much money as you guys doesn't mean that we can't we can't buy our own good quality food. Like like excuse me, we are not animals where yeah. you, we are not pigs where you can feed us a measly half yeah. an apple and a fucking <laughs> loaf of shitty bread like, <laughs> and half a tomato i half can't deal with that because that's what you deem as a healthy meal oh this government is actually disgusting i'm sorry i can't like, believe that was this year as well so much has happened was, this year that was <laughs> My gosh, this has all been in between 2020 and 2021. How disgusting mm. is that? And like, and like this agenda of just trying to pit, like, and this is the thing. This is why the government are doing this with the whole race thing. They keep mm. trying to push racial issues so working class can keep feeling like they are not seen. They're doing this yeah. on purpose. They're doing it on purpose. And it's like... Oh, it's disgusting. Mm. They're doing it on purpose. And then they go they and are. treat, and then like they go and treat their own people, like as in white people, like they're less than, like they're animals. Because how can you give that dirty food parcel? How are you not providing your workers in the NHS with PPE? Like, how have you bought, mm. how do you go and buy a load of PPE from your friend's company, which isn't even certified? Like, oh. this is the thing. This is our government, guys. This is the government that you lot voted in. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and there's going to oh. vote it in again because this is why they're pushing the race agenda thing. And they're going to get, yeah. conservative will get voting in again they will well i was talking to my mum the other day and i was like i hope people don't forget about the amount of people that have died during this this pandemic and she was like well it's kind of good now my mum was like it's kind of good how quick they've got the vaccine rolled out i was like do not say that do not pretend that what they're doing is good because this is the bare minimum this is what you know we this is what we required it's not like they're going above and beyond for us and she was like yeah but it's true it's kind of quick they rolled out the vaccine they rolled out the vaccine, so how quickly everyone is getting quick. the vaccine. They haven't done it quick. They have she's not got done her. it quick. She's all happy. Literally, they have not done it quick. Like, sorry, I had to be like, look, I'm a social care worker to go and get mine. Like, they have not done it quick. Like, I've heard that mm. apparently um, our, our age, well, might not be your age group, Tiana, but apparently. No, it's not me yet. Apparently, not my me. age group is going to start being able to get hold of it now. Yeah, yeah. But it's like this has not been a quick process. It has not. No. And it's been long and I still can't fucking go on holiday. Like <laughs> <laughs> Like the, and the thing is that the government are relying on the vaccine to keep down death numbers. They are relying mm. on it to keep down death numbers. That is why they're trying to roll out this vaccine. Mm. It's not because it's not because they yeah. care about people dying. It's just that we've got one of the highest death rates in the whole world, so they're relying mm-hmm. on this vaccine. But then where? But then where are the vaccines for India? Please, where yeah. India is even producing most of the vaccines, but where? But they can't vaccinate in India. 
where they've had mm. really high cases. Sure. Like literally, no. Mm-mm. Yeah, this place is just crazy. Just get me to a fucking beach. I, I want to sunbathe now. Please, please. That's such a first world thing to say, but you know, like. No, I know. I've been look, working all year. Look, most <laughs> of the things that I've been saying, you know what, very selfish, whatever, but you know what, sometimes. Sure, you know what? Sometimes yeah. guys be selfish. Maybe that would be maybe that would be my inject it. Like actually, yeah. do you think we should get on to inject it? Oh yeah, yeah, let's do that. Yeah, yeah. And then we can keep it for next time. We've got a good topic for next time. Yeah. But like we just had quite a few things to rant on today. Mm-hmm. Including Maltesers and popcorn, sorry. Shout <laughs> out <laughs> horses horses and cows attacking people oh my gosh <laughs> oh mad oh. um yeah okay. so what are you injecting this week um so something that um i've been thinking about a lot lately is you know when people say oh you've got the same hours in the day as beyonce as this person yeah. as that person to try and shame Shut you in like doing more work and stuff it's like I, I've i kind of always lived by that like I've always been working hard and doing a lot of stuff trying to cram a lot into mm-hmm. my day and like at the moment I work to the podcast I'm doing a course like I've got other hobbies and other little projects and stuff that I'm working on and it's only just now like at the beginning of the year I set out what I wanted to do and it's only just now where it's becoming quite overwhelming and I'm like oh my god especially with the transition back to like doing things on my weekend and going out it's mm-hmm. becoming just like overwhelming and I've got too many things on so I think it's okay to admit that like you're too busy for things because I've always felt a bit mm-hmm. guilty saying that I'm too busy I'm too I've got too much on because I'm not a carer I don't have children and like people I don't know you don't expect someone in their early 20s to be too busy to like respond to messages you know what I mean and stuff like that you just expect people always on their phone but lately I've just been finding that I just can't even find the time to like respond to friends or the energy like by the end of the day I've sat down and I'm like to be honest I just want to switch off I don't want to read everything on my phone yeah which is like that's what I'm trying I'm kind of like realizing now like um I've just got to like give myself credit for the small things and realize that I'm not like a machine I can mm-hmm. I can rest and you're like, not I don't Beyonce. Exactly. I don't but have to try is, and please Beyonce, everyone. Beyonce had her father Michael Knowles who basically made yeah. her and True. also had a whole team and had mm-hmm. money behind her. Let's not forget that. Like we just we are not the same. <laughs> yeah. We aren't the yeah. same. I'm not in the same industry either, so exactly. Like, yeah, I'm not Beyonce, <laughs> <laughs> literally. But that's mine. Yeah. I'm just and taking that's okay. my time. It's not yeah. every day be Beyonce, like mm. you know. Yeah, <laughs> it's hard to not feel guilty for for like taking things off your to do list because mm-hmm. I've been doing it today. I've been like, no, I don't. I can't do this. I'm not going to slot this in unless I want to get up mega early. Then I'm not going to be able to do this. And like, it's hard to not feel guilty, but I'm just trying to learn how to like not not too much put too much pressure on myself because I'll just yeah. I know I'll get over, overwhelmed I'll have a bloody breakdown in the next week exactly like, oh my god I've got too much to do but mm-hmm. um, yeah it's just about managing it yeah that's yeah. that's mine what about you um, so my injected this week is um, 
so I saw something I saw like a quote and mm. mine is just like you know what put yourself first mm. and make sure set your boundaries with people don't let people be taking you for idiot don't let them take <laughs> you for idiots like just don't because like these people they will take advantage when when they when they, when they want to they'll take advantage but like yeah. set your boundaries and um so the quote that i saw it said um that's the problem with putting others first you've taught them you come second so you know what you don't mm. come second you come first okay yeah you come first and only you you come first like uh, um like literally and the last bit of the quote says and you're too good to be second like literally Mm. you come first do not don't be putting other people before you you need to put your needs before like you need to put your needs at the forefront of what you need Mm -hmm. and make sure that you get it and that's not being selfish that's just that's just like that's just making sure that you're looking after yourself it's not being selfish because so many people will come and take you for take advantage of your kind nature or take advantage of the Mm. fact that you're always willing to help or that you're always Mm. trying to put effort in and like and know what sometimes it could be coming from like friends you know like sometimes it can be coming from people who've like family who are very close to you but you need to make sure that you put yourself first because Mm. like and, and stop and stop showing them that you that you come second you don't come second you yeah. are number one and remember like it's guys true. you are the main character of your story so you can't be coming mm-hmm. second and you can't yeah. just always yeah. be dropping things to be doing what other people want to be doing you need to like sit to your guns and know what people yeah people can fucking compromise it's not all the time you have to be bending over backwards to fit in their schedule people can compromise and fit in your schedule they can yeah it's so true because like we you kind of you get into a habit of I don't know just always responding to people always being there for people and then you realize you've neglected stuff like I haven't ate three meals today or Mm -hmm. I haven't done a workout when I wanted to do a workout I haven't actually yeah. gone outside or gone for a walk and I realised yeah. that today I haven't gone for a walk because I've been just indoors doing stuff but like sometimes you've got to just be like write down what your main priorities are so like your health maybe working because that's your way of earning money and then that's mm-hmm. kind of it and then just build your day around those things and then everything else is just extra like if you have time you can do a few favours for people but they're not they're not like your ultimate priorities for the day yeah. like you your, you and your body is your priority yeah and another thing about favors like i'm tired mm. of favors like the thing is <laughs> is that um like you no know what sometimes if if you have people who are always asking you for favors always asking you oh can you just do this for mm. me you know what start saying no because <laughs> why is it that it's so easy for you to drop what you're doing to do this favor Mm. but they can't go and do it for themselves do you know Mm. what i mean why is their life so much more important and what they're doing is so much more important that Mm. you can drop what you're doing to do to do a favor for them why can't they just fit in what they need doing and do it for themselves Mm -hmm. you know and it's like it's time that 
with these favors that people start accepting responsibility for themselves mm. and fucking do their own shit like and that's it yeah. that's all i've got yeah. to do i've got to say with favors like yeah 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 so st- stop doing favors <laughs> i like that though like yeah. it's about putting yourself first because you can just forget to do it it's, it's such an easy thing to forget so easy um, but it's definitely important mm-hmm, definitely yeah so guys that is it for us today um thank you for joining mm-hmm. us we know that this was quite a deep episode um, mm. but we hope that you have enjoyed it. You know what? Like, it's, it's, it is hard to talk about these things. And like, there's a lot of weeks, sometimes like we actually feel like, oh, should we bother talking about this? We don't really want to talk about trauma mm. all the time, but then it comes to it and it's like, no, what actually like, while we're a podcast where we want to inject positive vibes like we're also focusing on what's happening in the real world we are very much like at the end of the day Mm. we're we're black women and we Mm. very much want to stand up for the rights for black people we want to stand up for the rights of minorities because like it means something to us and like while it is hard for us to talk about as well and it is hard and like it's hard to hear about this news every week it is hard but Mm -hmm. I don't know like I know that when I listen to podcasts sometimes it's like sometimes you kind of need like because all we hear is from the media we need to hear like real people kind of talk on some of these issues Mm. and just because like all, all the time all we're seeing from the media is is mothers fathers families having to convince the world that their that their relatives friends were worth loving and worth Mm. being alive you know because even going back to um to that guy i've forgotten his name the hero who went to save someone in the jump from jumping in the thames like his, his his friend had to go on this morning on on Good Morning Britain can't remember which one talking about him talking about how he was such a lovely guy how you know he was just telling me how much he loved his missus and it's like why do we need mm. all that additional information for us to feel like oh gosh because it makes it boy. hurt even more yeah but why do we why is it that it's always for black people we need to be convinced <laughs> to have a reason to feel compassion yeah <laughs> do you know yeah. what I mean we need the backstory to understand that they were a hero and it's Mm. just like why do we need all of that like this was your best friend you should be grieving you know you you should be grieving you shouldn't be (laughs) on blast in the media trying to convince people to to be loving your friend you know yeah convincing people like Susanna Reid who has backed Pierce with black on black crime and exactly searches and everything else it's like these people they don't like when it comes to the real they discussions about this stuff they don't back us <laughs> exactly exactly and um that's the only reason why like because it does get to a point where like me and Deanna will decide last minute to talk on these things and mm, yeah. um which is why sometimes you know the research isn't that in depth but it's just like Mm. 
we <laughs> we just feel like you know what sometimes it's like black people need to talk on black people issues and mm. we need to just be seeing it in a light you know what this isn't normal and it's not normal mm. to be seeing mothers crying over their sons every week in the media mm-hmm. you know and we're just here to remind you know what you lot aren't going crazy and it's okay if you yeah. wanted to skip past the video it's okay if you don't if you want to silence the radio when they're playing fathers and brothers crying mm-hmm. over th- their relatives you know mm. and their loved ones but just RIP yeah. everyone that we've mentioned thoughts and prayers are with all your family your friends loved ones um mm-hmm. yeah just yeah I think though equally equally with stuff like this we talk about a lot of like traumatic topics but equally like when Love Island comes out in a few weeks we'll be talking about Love Island you know what okay, I mean yeah, like that's we, true. <laughs> we will be talking about a lot of different things but the main kind of um, theme that runs through it is race because like everything is about race I'm sorry mm-hmm. it is and like when we watch Love Island we can guess what the dynamics are already going to be there's going to be like five white girls one black girl mm-hmm. like two black men the black, black girl men will, will go for like the Kim Kardashian looking girls you know what I mean like we, we know what? these dynamics Deanna. so it's just interesting it's interesting to talk on it <laughs> Deanna I'm really regretting not applying for Love Island now at least I could be yeah, away Yeah, you could somewhere. have been on holiday. <laughs> you know, I've ordered all my... I've got all my swimwear. I've ordered all my bikinis. Oh, I've got them all. apply. I can't apply now. It's finished. Yeah, but you could apply to be a bombshell, couldn't you? Do they still, I couldn't be a bombshell. Do they not bombshell. do that last minute? You could. No way. I am not bombshell material. And I'm oh, going to rock up in my... Uh, yeah, but like, ain't no one going to take me back? Yes, they would. They will not. You, I'm sorry. They're Come not going to take me back. They are not. They won't. So you're, I'm, I'm going to go in with you, braids. That, I, that I'm going to do go. myself. <laughs> Saving that coin. <laughs> no, you need to like believe in your own source because like, Please, let's I believe take in you my somewhere. Source, let's take you to a pub and see. A pub. <laughs> do not take me to a fucking pub. <laughs> No one's going to be looking at me in a fucking pub. Come on, Diana, what is wrong with you? They will. No, 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 the they pub will. is just as bad as Love Island, actually. Yeah, let's go to a pub <laughs> and I'll show you that no one's taking me back to the villa. <laughs> the thing is, they will. They will. They won't. Uh, no way. They only, will. Unless I was at Michael in the house and Leanne has the ick, that's the only way I'll be getting in the villa. <laughs> oh. oh. And Michael you and Priscilla are still together. Maybe I'd meet the love of my life. Oh, I love that. You, know. you could go in and become a meme easily. A meme. Yeah. Go in and become like, a just meme. Just do something. Just just do something funny, childish or childish or childish. Gonna, I'll just be rolling my. Or eye. I'll just be times. giving. I'll be giving dirty looks. In it. No. <laughs> oh my god. Don't even know that word. Now she was screaming at Jordan. <laughs> India. I'm just thinking of all, all the all the good the good times in Love Island. Uh, I only remember Leanne and Yuande, <laughs> and and obviously Amber. What about Amy? Who's Amy? I came here oh. to tell you that I loved you. <laughs> <laughs> I just re- all I remember from Amy is um, what was his name again? What Curtis. Was his name? 
Yeah, Curtis being Curtis trying to do it barista. <laughs> That's what I remember. Oh, yeah. I just want yeah. to get up in the morning and make everyone their coffee. If you want a coffee? <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Look, Curtis. No, I'm not going to say it because I don't want to shame. Like, I'm not trying to shame. I'm not trying to, like, you know, yeah, because we can't. Mm. There's no way of me knowing. So I'm not going to say mm. anything. Okay. But Curtis. <laughs> but I don't know. I. <sighs> You don't. You don't have to. You don't have to just only date women and just try and force it. It's okay if you don't like. It's okay if you don't like the Amys of this world. It's okay. Do you think? Yeah. You don't have to like the Amys because it's just. It just looks like it's forced. It does. Yeah. He, Amy he was re- not his cup of tea. And then he really tried to go for for Jordan with no sauce. Like, he didn't have anything to say. He had no flirty banter. No. It was just awkward. And it's just like, Curtis, Curtis. You don't... Yeah. And, then, and then forced it with Mora. And it's like, yeah. no one no one believed that relationship. Come on now. No one believed it. Yeah. So, like, you don't he's have in to Hollyoaks. force it. He's in Hollyoaks. With his brother. Yeah. They're both acting in Hollyoaks. Wait, wait, wait. Was Curtis's brother always in Hollyoaks? No. He oh. was on Strictly Come Dancing. I know Curtis. Just, they, I know Curtis they literally introduced on. them. They're on Hollyoaks. Yeah. To be honest, Curtis looks like he's a, he's a bad Hollyoaks actor, actor there. <laughs> he's going to push. So he'll, he'll like, I can definitely see Curtis like pushing someone like, in, like pushing someone like in the you know in the car park <laughs> yeah yeah you know like he looks like a bad Hollyoaks actor I was yeah, thinking wait dude, is that where I recognise Curtis from because like his face looks like his face looks like a Hollyoaks face to be honest not even gonna lie and Hollyoaks but has some really isn't bad Hollyoaks acting material. yeah but he you don't think so I'll Hollyoaks is bad some, acting I'll, I'll send you some things that I've seen online some videos of him and, and AJ it's so funny <laughs> Come on, and we so know bad. he's not an actor. He tried to pretend like he, he liked he Amy. Liked Amy. <laughs> he tried to pretend that he liked Mora. We none of us were buying oh. it, and and like Jordan wasn't buying it when he tried to pretend that he liked no, Jordan. She wasn't. she wasn't buying it either. So <laughs> she was just she like, she was concerned. Curtis, <laughs> this is a bit weird. Like Curtis. <laughs> Just it's okay. Just make my coffee in the morning. It's cool with everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Yeah, but anyway. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah. So that's it for us. We did. Yeah. We did, we did we, our injectors. Um, yeah, I'm. Oh yeah, you can find us at injected underscore pod on Instagram, Twitter, um, tweet us, mm-hmm. message us you know all of that um and mm-hmm. let us know what you think of this episode and we hope that you enjoyed it i am alexandra at alxndr underscore nic on instagram i'm at i'm diana and i've changed my at now i'm just trying to remember it i think it's at d-e-a-n-n-n-a-b underscore, underscore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hee hee. Um, cute, cute. <laughs> we love it. Um, but yeah, thank you guys for joining us. We hope that you enjoyed this episode and 
Yeah. yeah.